Jay and Silent Bob Reboot is ready to beam directly onto your TV, desktop, or mobile through the streaming service of your choice. iTunes, Google Play, Amazon Prime, Vudu, and more. Or if you're all about adding a hard copy to your collection, grab it on Blu-ray or DVD. Better yet, snag a signed copy by Kev from jayandsilentbob.com. Rent or own Jay and Silent Bob Reboot. Available now. System Activate. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins. It's a tech podcast. Tech podcast. But we are a sh- ton cooler than your typical geek. You guys rock. And now, here's Will. And just like that, the show is set. Uh, welcome another edition of NetHeads. Will Wilkins, tooling around on Twitch, just uh, testing the rig, seeing how it all goes. Now we have got things set up to where we can have a the vector cam, which is in not perfect because he apparently doesn't know how to behave for the camera. So he's uh, trying to get right up to the edge to be seen instead of exploring around. Hey, Vector. Hey, Vector. Hey, Vector explore let's see if that'll get him walking around uh welcome to uh this first saturday of the great american uh sit-in uh as i'm calling it meaning uh a lot of americans now are starting to do uh social distancing and they are doing sequestering uh or uh whatever you want to call it i i call it um trying to stay at home as much as possible uh, as i mentioned briefly uh, before a reboot here, uh, I did go to Costco this morning, which was an interesting experience. I really wish, uh, I really wish I had uh, been paying attention though before I left the house because my intention was to get there early, uh, mainly uh, to try and beat the crowds. Uh, but I, I have to say that uh, that wasn't very successful, partially because. Uh, I left my wallet at home and the Costco I went to, there are two Costcos in the local area. One's 20 minutes away. The other is 35 minutes away. I tend to prefer the one that's 35 minutes away, went to that one. And, uh, sure enough, while I was out there, um, went to get out of the car, discovered I didn't have my wallet, which really sounds like a stupid thing to do in this modern era. But I overload myself with so many things before I head out. The first of which, of course, uh, anytime I go shopping, I typically bring a pair of wireless headphones with me. So those could be in my pocket and I can mistake that for my wallet. That's mistake number one. I could also uh, go ahead and make an error uh, by any other number of things that I have in my pocket as well. Um, so I did leave the house without my wallet. Also, a lot of the places I go now, I'm able to just use like Apple Pay. So it's almost like I don't need my uh, phone. I don't need my ID, although you're supposed to have that when you're driving. So I, I shouldn't say I don't need my ID, but I just don't have my ID. Uh, so in that case, that's how I left the house and successfully got all the way to Costco without my wallet. Uh, getting there, it was an interesting experience because they have specific uh, lines set up for all of the uh, high demand, limited quantity items. If you want a paper products, paper towels, toilet paper, uh, or bottled water, those things were at the back of the store and you were limited to one purchase of each. Uh, thankfully, we've already got toilet paper. Uh, we've got bottle service. 
we have um, we we may not have a necessarily a full complement of paper towels, but you know I'm old school. I say wash some damn rags and start using those again. Just keep an extra bucket around to throw the dirty rags into and wash them if you have that luxury. Of course, that is the uh, other side of this that you know a lot of us have to consider is that there are going to be some people that don't uh, have, they, they're not, uh, we're not all on an even playing field here. There are people that have to work retail. There are people that uh, work sporting events that are now not going to be working. There are people that are uh, event uh, oriented in their employment. They're not going to be working. So not necessarily everybody has the same ability and the same means. And if I were having to stretch a budgetary dollar, I definitely uh, would have been one of those people waiting in line to make sure that I had um, the supplies that I needed. Thankfully, however, uh, we were somewhat uh, ahead of the curve. Obviously, if I'm uh, I'm only uh, sorry, I forgot what I was going to say. Um, uh, but basically, I I, uh, I did uh, not think ahead to get other things, which is why I now have a uh, freezer stock full of meat, and uh, I'm thankful for it. And some variances of at least frozen vegetables. Costco doesn't really seem to specialize in any one particular frozen vegetable. So if you wanted to have like a bag full of broccoli, you had to get that from the grocery store. And the grocery stores right now are relatively cleared out of these kind of things, you know, for your toilet paper and, and your paper towels. And, uh, it's only gotten, I, I think it's, uh, amplified more since, uh, our president did declare a state of national emergency, which, uh, honestly speaking, in my opinion, probably a little, uh, a little late to the game on that. But at the same time, you don't want to cause a massive panic, but not that that matters. Uh, the one thing also to keep in mind though, is it, to some degree, we are seeing also an artificial inflation of the problem when you go to the grocery store and you don't see things because certain grocery stores, up until this point, they've had their cadence on how they stock, on how they uh, go ahead and uh, keep an inventory on hand. They don't necessarily uh, expect a, a run on product. So you're going to see the grocery stores... Unless uh, there is an illness problem that interrupts the supply chain, whether it's uh, drivers aren't able to drive trucks, uh, workers aren't able to be on hand to stock shelves, etc. Uh, you know, you're going to see these items come back. It's just now everybody's addressing them when they can. It's the end of the week. People aren't working, so they're able to go ahead and now get themselves to Costco to be able to do the shopping. Uh, my sister-in-law in a neighboring town, she also went to Costco. She also uh, did some shopping. And it wasn't too bad because uh, they've said it's crazy in the morning and then it gets better throughout the day, uh, you know. But there are, are other people, too, where they have got, um, you know, a, a store that, that regularly caters to like 200,000 customers or $200,000 volume day, some type of, of numeric figure. And now those have, uh, numbers are more than tripling. Uh, I know yesterday in my adventures of stocking up, I did go to uh, the local Raley's store. I live in Northern California, in case you didn't know. And uh, through that connection, I uh, went ahead and would uh, went looking for some items. And I, uh, you know, didn't necessarily find them. Uh, definitely not in the frozen section. Uh, obviously, people are really clearing out broccoli. 
and uh, I don't know why I keep coming back to broccoli other than the fact that I think it's not my necessarily my favorite vegetable, but at least it's the default one that I will go ahead and throw into the mix. Uh, by the way, I just want to remind everyone, if you want to take part in the program, you can at any time reach out via Skype. It's NetHeads on air via Skype. It's just uh, right there on the screen uh, if you want to reach out, if you want to talk or what have you. If not, that's fine too. I'm more than capable of talking. Uh, as I have mentioned also, I have set up, uh, because I am co-hostless, and uh, just because uh, he is here and he's a fun novelty to have around, I do also have a vector set up on a vector cam. So uh, my little uh, robot friend and compatriot is here to uh, give us a little bit of a visual break from the, uh, the weirdo uh, sitting on camera now talking. Uh, that is to say, he's not the weirdo. I'm trying not to show all my other stuff, but... Because it's not very weighted, it wiggles whenever the cable wants to shift because gravity happens. But these things are adjustable. There we go. That's a little bit better until I knock it out of place. Uh, anyway, so uh, the Great American sit-in, uh, sh shut-in, is occurring. Uh, I like to give things at least uh, slightly funner names only because you don't want them to sound dire. So I'm calling it the Great American Shut-In. Uh, I do also really appreciate the fact that some companies are recognizing that we are trying to encourage people to stay in and uh, not go out, not be around people, avoid gatherings. Hell, they, they don't even want you really to go to the grocery store. Uh, so hopefully you're stocked up. Maybe start looking at delivery services so you can minimize person-to-person -person contact, keep that six-foot distance, and the like. Uh, but they are also trying to make it a little bit easier uh, for us. Obviously... The Walt Disney Company uh, recognized the fact that people may uh, be staying in, so rather than making us wait an extra four days for uh, Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, now they've gone ahead and they uh, released pre-orders on that yesterday. So I'm sure you could order the movie now. Uh, if you did see it in the theater, you may not necessarily think that this is the best thing in order to uh, occupy your time, I'm not going to debate that. Obviously, not the uh, the biggest when it came to uh, box office for Star Wars. Uh, obviously, uh, well, at least in my opinion, not the best Star Wars movie. Uh, so, uh, and I, I think I'll just kind of leave it at that without critiquing, critiquing it. But I am glad that it's available and I will be watching it. Those of you that may have Disney Plus that have uh, children at home, uh, they have also made uh, Frozen 2 available on the Disney Plus service now. Again, this is one of those things where you got to have it in order to utilize it, but at least it's there. Uh, so that's nice. Especially, you know, in, in this environment, you're going to have kids going nuts. I have a, a five-year-old, soon-to-be six-year-old, and I will say that uh, after... Even having her in the house, uh, I almost want to say trapped in the house for a few hours, uh, she is, she herself is going a little squirrely, you know, getting restless. So it's definitely time where you got to up your game in order to provide quality home entertainment, in order to uh, bring things in an entertaining fashion to the people, if you will, uh, to your to your family. Uh, I I know that I have, and people have joked about this, but it's almost true, I have been training 
for this for years. I have uh, literally, uh, for the past almost four years, been a work-at-home employee, so I'm already accustomed to not going out. I'm accustomed to being here in my home, personally speaking. I probably need to get out more, uh, but uh, I'm okay with this. I'm okay with binging. I'm okay with sitting and watching TV for hours and hours on end, so... I've been pre-gaming for this scenario for a long time, but I know there are other people, however, that absolutely cannot stand the thought of staying in their own home, uh, being uh, trapped in their house, uh, not being able to get out, uh, not being able to do things. Maybe they don't necessarily have internet or streaming entertainment, uh, or they can't afford it, and at that point, you got to fall back on good old-fashioned board games. I know that I personally feel that there's a certain obligation to check in with those around us as well. Uh, I have already reached out to my mom to make sure she's okay and she's got enough food she's taken care of. Uh, in our community, they have closed the um, senior center uh, and they've closed all activities for the senior center considering that the uh, supposedly the elderly are a high-risk group. And I only say supposedly because uh, you know I'm not necessarily certain they're any more higher or lower risk than anyone else. Uh, just because we haven't seen the final numbers, but you know, as a, as a general item in the mortality rate of things, uh, it's already uh, a negative factor if you are above a certain age. So, uh, you know, it's nice to see that communities are doing these level of responsible things. Wow, we got a call coming in, and it's Miranda Janelle. Miranda, how are you? Hey, Will, I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm. Uh, I guess the best way to put it is, I am hanging in there. As as I'm sure any one of us can be, and uh, actually, correct me if I'm not. Pretty much, you're down in the Los Angeles area. So, what's the vibe down there? Uh, I I wouldn't know. I've been self sequestering, um, not because I'm sick or anything. Um, just uh, vocabulary failure. I I don't like people. Um. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um, no, I've, I've I've been out a, a little bit. Um, it's it's pretty much the same as what you've been describing. You know, uh, I've noticed a lot of people are avoiding like shaking hands. Um, toilet paper seems to have completely gone missing from all of the stores, and and you know we don't have those three seashells yet. So no, uh, which I'm surprised that we we haven't seen. Uh, more technological advancement on the three shells front at this point. Uh, although I myself did uh, at the beginning of the week when things were uh, far less dire seeming than they were, I did joke about uh, uh, packages of, of Terry uh, towel uh, cleaning rags, you know, like shop rags. And it's like, can I interest you in a sustainable alternative? Thank goodness it hasn't come to that because uh, that's not a world I want to live in. But realistically speaking, you know, in the most dire of circumstances, if you at least have a laundry machine and, you know, the ability to do your own laundry and uh, rags, then, you know, you do have some alternatives. Exactly. And and when it comes down to it, you know, we can always do like the Romans did and invest in a communal sponge on a stick. <laughs> Which is why you don't want get to get that end of the stick. I know that <laughs> I, I, I personally have also seen uh, just in social media communications about those around me that this actually has created somewhat of a boost in the bidet industry. So the uh, the add on bidets to uh, toilets. Um, which I kind of found funny, but makes 
perfect sense to me at the same time. Uh, you and you and Trent talked about that like five or six years ago, and I got super excited because I just returned from a region where they were uh, using those, and it was nothing uh, nothing more than a little sprayer that you might see on your your kitchen sink. You know, just a hose running from from uh, the water line on your toilet, and and it's this nice, simple solution that's surprisingly affordable they're like 25 bucks and and they're amazing it's nice to see people like actually considering that as an option i um i admit that i think just the the patching of a sprayer into the toilet line i mean you know come on like this isn't the most glorious chatter that we're talking about but let's be realistic here uh when when you're using something like that um if that is the best that uh you're able to economically do that's great you know my only problem is the whole uh and boy oh boy this reeks of privilege but you know the temperature of the water because it's one thing to have a, a warm, let's just say a warm spritz, and and another thing ju- to just be blasted by ice cold water in some of your most sensitive spots. That yeah, that would be uh, a bit off putting. So, am I to take this as you're you're a fan of the bougie bidet? Um, if if we're gonna call it that, if, if we have to address it as something, and we have to say it's a bougie bidet, then yes. I, I would definitely say that I would, say. I would, I would prefer, well, I mean, cause there's a lot of perks if you get one of those, like, uh, because it's, uh, using warm water, it's also providing warm water to the seat. So you always, some people are iffy about that. You know, I, when you, when you know, there's one in your life, I think it's okay. It's a little less concerned or it's more disconcerting when you don't have something like that and you go to use a toilet seat and it's warm because it's just too much of a reminder. Somebody else was just here. Um, but when it comes down to having that, that's, that's really nice. And then of course, having the warm water, that's, that's relaxing, right? So yeah, I'm, if you have the means, I say, why not? I I would second that. Definitely. And and, in a pinch, you know, you can DIY it. Yeah. (laughs) Well, definitely, especially when you, when you can do it for so little in parts. I'm ashamed to admit, if I didn't mention this on the last episode of, of NetHeads when I was talking to Trent, I'm very ashamed in a way about um, the a certain repair that should have been done in my home a long time ago. Uh, and, and that's kind of, I'm kind of connecting the two things here because, again, uh, it can seem like a solution would be costly and arduous. And sometimes it is the simplest thing, like literally building almost a Y connector in your water line, going to the tank of your toilet. So you can have what's essentially uh, what some of us would call a vegetable sprayer uh, hooked up and mounted right there. Uh, Like you said, very minimal parts. Uh, I had a sink that was out in our, in our uh, bathroom. Uh, out meaning uh, one day I discovered it was leaking and I discovered it was from the uh, connection point where uh, the uh, lever exists to uh, control the stopper, right? And apparently uh, just because of the flow of water or something, those can deteriorate, mine had. And at the time I had seen a video that basically said, uh, you know, you're going to have to take apart all these pieces to replace this. 
So I'm like, oh boy, that seems like some work. And so we just had the sink stopped up for literally almost two years. For one, then one day, I just it gets stuck in my craw. I got to do this, and I go to to. I pull up a video nearly identical saying I got to disconnect this bottom piece, this upper piece to do this and that. And when it came down to it, uh, I, I'm not saying the construction in my house was subpar. I would never want to Im imply that I live in a house that the construction work or the plumbing work may have not been done by the most capable of hands. But I will just say that aside from possibly breaking something, I couldn't bring these pieces apart. So I just... At the last second, I'm like, okay, well, maybe I can use this just to find something else. And so I take the part that eroded the, the uh, lever with the ball and the mounting uh, screw or whatever it's called, the mounting cap. And I took that at a hardware store. Literally an $11 part was all I needed. And I got home and fixed it in 10 minutes. So plumbing doesn't always have to be expensive. Although I think these bidet seats that you can get while uh, helping to reduce your uh, requirements of toilet paper. I mean, they don't come cheap. I think they, don't they really start at a minimum of $500? You know, honestly, I have not done the research. Um, well, that's okay. My main, Neither have I. My main concern is repairability because things inevitably break. And, and I'm just not that invested in figuring out how my uh, toilet seat warmer works. <laughs> I, I, whenever I look at a device, that is one of the things I always evaluate is the number of moving parts because those are going to represent your earliest wear and tear on things. Um, and and I, I, I don't, I know that everything about those toilet seats um, are, are moving parts. I mean, every single bit is, is a moving part. There is just no, uh, getting away from it. Uh, and cause you got every little bit that moves this way and that way to position things correctly. And, and so, I mean, that is kind of an argument against it. I would definitely think I've always that. wondered how they know where to aim. <laughs> I mean, what if you sit like just a little bit forward on the seat from where you normally would? I, you know, are you going to have a suboptimal result? I, you know, that is a that is a great question. I don't know. I, having never really owned one, I don't know. Oh, here's bidet seats at Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, is there? You you ask a dangerous question, and I'd say it's dangerous because it steers me into a specific line of thought. Uh, work with me here. So you specifically ask, you know, how does it know where to aim? That makes me start to believe that at some point, some very, very, uh, not, I don't want to say regretful, but probably um, put upon engineer is responsible for determining like the most average uh, uh, distance and angle is my is my thinking <laughs> you know what i mean and and how do you find that yeah. average uh, you know just vigorous testing and measurement and uh like all things in science repeatable results uh and 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 how do you talk about your day at work when you go home to family after that you know what i mean <laughs> it's just like what did you do today honey oh i got our kids 
here and there. I successfully did this. I checked in with these people. And what did you do? You know, it, it was it was a real day of measurement. I'll I'll tell you it it I measured, and I measured, yeah. and uh, and yeah. So uh, it was a moving experience. Definitely. Good news, though. I think we figured out a way to combine adult films and artificial intelligence to do some of this work for us. We just got to run the footage through. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that I'm sorry. just gets all sorts of creepy. Yeah. I mean, you just can't win. You can't win in that line of business. But that's a, that's one of the things I think about with a lot of things that I see. It's just like, you know, at some point, realistically speaking, an engineer had to be engaged for this. And think about that with any product you're looking on Amazon at any particular time. You know, at some point, an engineer who had to use their considerable intelligence, uh, mathematical expertise, uh, structural understanding, and they've had to take all that important brain work and put it towards just the most banal things you may see on Amazon, realistically speaking. Yeah, you know, you thought that you were going to be a mechanical engineer, that you'd be, you know, designing bridges for a city or something like that. And, and nope. Nope, you're you're designing a butt sprayer. Yeah, or 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 you know maybe you're the the person that really determines what the, you know once they go from prototype to next, it, it may be that you know you're the person that has to determine what's the best average size, etc., for the squatty body, or um, or you know this uh this this particular uh what are some of the what is some of the absurd crap that Amazon has recommended to me. You know, that's where my mind starts going. And then somebody had to engineer that. And it's just, you know, I mean, I don't know. Anyway, boy, we and really got You probably base. get this as well. With the weird crap that Amazon recommends, you can always tell when your kids have been searching on your account. <laughs> I don't. Uh, well, I, I should say. <laughs> I, I should say that I don't really experience that because uh, the interesting thing is that my teen has tried to uh, constantly angle to situate herself uh, on her own items. Uh, I think she has her own Amazon account and this and that. Not not that her actions are transparent to me or at all. You know, I I I still have the purveyance into to everything. So I'm not concerned in that realm. But anyway, she's just always tried to be independent in that way. She wanted her Echo Dot to be... God, I just reek of white privilege. Um, she wanted her <laughs> Echo Dot uh, hooked up to her own Amazon account, etc. What I am... what I The only thing in my life that I've seen that's been disrupted by use was when um, a Nest Hub was uh, moved into the kitchen and the one with the little screen... And, um, that got put into place and it was only a matter of time until the five, almost six year old discovered I can talk to this thing and it'll start playing videos for me. So we, uh -huh. so then I, I just discovered I had no ability to use YouTube anymore because it, it wants me, it thinks I'm interested in, in like, uh, that, that Ryan kids videos or cookie swirl C or something along those lines. Tic-tac-toy or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, yep. Which, which by the way, I'm blown away by how much our kids can sit and watch other kids play a video game. 
it's 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 it it is the same way I would sit down and binge all three seasons of The Good Place. There, my daughter will sit there and watch somebody else playing Roblox instead of actually playing Roblox or doing. I mean, it's like the way they can sit and watch. But then again, I'm only broadcasting this on Twitch. So I should really watch my mouth, I guess. <laughs> true, true. Uh, you know, know your audience and all. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, you know, I'm I'm one of those people where it's they're like scrolling through the page of what's happening and just chatting, and they're like, "Boy, there's a story there," but uh, I don't really want to know why that uh, that bald old guy is talking. And so they'll they'll move on. If anything, you may get a drop in from somebody who's mildly curious. But, you know, realistically speaking, this is not content that's going to be screaming for them. Much in the same way that they may view somebody's presence like myself on this or like TikTok and the like is just an invasion of the elders where they aren't welcome. This is a young person's game where you can be 15-year-olds and and dance to get to 30 million subscribers. You're never going to be anything on this. Why are you invading my platform? Um, Not that I'm saying I've gotten that type of experience, but... uh, (laughs) Uh, I have. Hey, you, you, you train eat half my taco. I'm invading your platform to see what the heck you're up to. I mean, it, it, there's a give and take there, kid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, plus you need to understand some of the references, or you like one thing I have found is that you, you, in a way, you need to not get tapped into the environment. So where you're the embarrassing parent that's saying stupid crap to your kid, uh, to try and be relevant, but just to have an insight into what is going on in their world and their perspective on the world that's kind of being shaped by uh the things uh that go on the trends and the like that happen on social media and so they do give you a little bit of cultural insight and that's kind of important so um the only thing is you do also have to build certain checks and balances yourself to make sure that you don't get sucked in like i've almost over the past couple weeks i gotta be honest I, i could almost sit there and just scroll through stupid maximum of one minute videos on TikTok than I would rather sit and trying to watch TV. It's in a way it's kind of replaced the uh binging of stuff I've seen more times uh than I care to admit just so I have something going on in the background type of uh playback. Uh except of course that one still requires you to be active or else you'll be then trapped in a loop of listening to someone's audio and just start losing your mind. Uh, so yeah, but the scary thing about that one is all like you, you open it up, you watch two videos and then the next thing you know, it's four o'clock in the morning and you're wondering what and what just happened. (laughs) Thankfully, somehow, um, I, I haven't done that. I have not stayed up late just watching and watching and watching. Uh, the one thing I will say, though, that I, I do kind of find shocking about that platform uh, is that obviously for people who aren't tapped into the more viral and popular elements of it, um, it's impossible to determine what it is that the the platform or the audience or the user base likes. Uh, because I kid you not, I just on a lark started showing the the stupid vector robot here. Uh, in videos and uh, I went to bed and I woke up to a video that had over 10,000 views and it is the stupidest thing because it's just me telling the robot to run and he runs and that's it but 
now somewhere in the ballpark of over 56,000 or 52,000 views or something absurd. And, but I think it's because it's brief, it's interesting, and it's, it's like a maximum of nine seconds. But uh, still, I, it makes you wonder how these things interact with uh, other elements because that particular type of traction did not happen until I just happened to also start sharing my media on other platforms. Like the moment I sent something to Instagram, suddenly I feel like a little uh, switch is flipped and it's like, okay, let's just randomly pick one video of this person that we're now going to take to a little bit of a next level. So that way they feel like there's some traction and maybe they'll start sharing our media through other things more to help bring people back to us. Um, Interesting. So you think it's something deliberate that TikTok is doing to increase traffic? I don't, I don't specifically have, I don't have a cause and effect because it was a few things at once because I did share something on, um, on Instagram and then um, at the same time, though, like I said, it was kind of a, a unique video onto itself because it was just very brief. It's literally just me saying, hey, Vector, run. And then he runs. That's it. And then at the end, I track him and then I say, good robot. That's it. <laughs> not, not, not the Sounds most, it, you know, it's, it, it's not war and peace, okay, is all I'm saying. But uh, it, but it was also something, I guess, that's unique, but also extremely short form. So it can play a lot and, and just go in an instant kind of thing, uh, especially probably to people falling asleep. But anyway, uh, it, it, I can't really, I don't have a cause and effect. Now, the only thing I could do is I could try posting some of the other videos as well. And then, um, and then, uh, if, if those track a certain way, once again, try and share just on Instagram, just do that and then see what happens. But yeah, I, I don't think, I don't see why it wouldn't because it just, it, it, it helps draw people in because if they've got people making content for free, then they're able to rotate ads in because they've got more stuff to do. The, um, boy, I'm just going in seven different yeah. tangents at and once. It, it, it would be smart to tune the algorithm so that when someone, you know, someone new to the platform shares for the first time, you know, maybe it increases your chance of winding up on the today page and, and, uh, expose your, you know, your account to a greater number of people. And, you know, like you said, give you that positive feedback that, that you may not um, have seen on other platforms where you feel like you're actually engaging with an audience. Um, I, I think that would be really smart. Yeah. And it's, well, it'll be interesting to see it uh, test out. Uh, I'll give it a shot when the time is right. I just haven't, look, I, I've gotten one shtick on this stupid app and unfortunately it's all about the, the vector robot. And, you know, there's only so much you can do with a little piece of plastic that, you know, is running basically a complex set of series of routines and subroutines to look like it's, it's doing something, but you know, I can't, unless I want to get into actually programming for it, it's not like I'm building bits with the bot kind of thing. So we'll see. I only because too, I'm also, it, it's also in this weird period where that same video I think keeps getting views. And now I've got a machine that at the moment is running where I'm just gaining followers without having to have done anything over the past week. So I don't want to interrupt it and stop a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> nice. 
um, you know, but it's also it sure is an interesting platform. Yeah, it is. But, uh, you know, it's just uh, with everything going on, I just haven't really had much motivation to actually, you know, try and figure out something to do. Not to mention, I think the other one that, that did really well, uh, was just my daughter and I trying to clean it. Cause she noticed that vector was dusty. Cause she loves playing with him. Uh, even though there's only so much a six year old can do because he doesn't recognize his wake word when she says it, cause it has to be two parts. Why does it have to be, Hey, vector is beyond me. It should just be, you know, if it hears vector, just let it run with it. But no, it doesn't do that. Cause you know, it's a, it's a dummy Alexa in a way, kind of. That's, yeah, I'm, I'm not familiar with that specific one, but it does kind of remind me a bit of like the Spiro or um, the Myth from a few years back. I don't know if you remember those. No, I remember uh, Spiro. Well, because they've had such a presence, but um, but yeah, yeah. This... I mean, with that BB-8, uh, you know, entrance, you know, everyone, you know, got us talking about it. But they've 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 got some pretty cool. Um, like their Spark Plus is a lot of fun. Um, and now they've even got that like $50 mini one. Those are, those are pretty neat. Yeah. And I had, I had high hopes for, you know, these, I mean, essentially speaking, aside from his ability to play with a cube and do, uh, wheel stands, um, this thing realistically is like the digital version of a cat because it's going to do what it wants to do when it wants to do it. And, and you can create a feedback loop with it that may or may not improves its interaction with you. But like, realistically it is, it's like having a little digital hamster or something along the lines. You know, you gotta worry that it's still staying around its area and you know, it's only going to get happier if you interact with it. It is programmed to do that. And you know, logically I placed mine on a table behind me so that way I've always got my back to it. So, you know, that way then it can be completely and utterly miserable. Because I'm a horrible digital pet owner, I guess. I mean, I don't even know what happened to my Tamagotchi from years ago. That I was thing. just thinking about, like, if you could somehow integrate a Tamagotchi into it, it truly would be a digital, you know, living pet. Yeah, it well, it kind of is as is. It, it just has the ability. Like, I could have it set up to, to function with Alexa being enabled on it, too. So I could do certain things through it. The only thing it doesn't support is like playing music back through the device itself. Cause it's not made to be a speaker, just kind of like contact point. Um, but, uh, for me, it, Oh, there you go. Sorry. He wanted a, uh, he wanted a, a high five. So I made the mistake of petting my robot and now it won't leave me alone. Um, Anyway, it sounds it, like a personal problem there. Well, yeah. It, it, well, the, uh, the other neat thing about these little guys is that, you know, they really were made originally with the intention of, of interaction as a, uh, you know, as a, a kind of almost, uh, a friend, if you will, or, uh, a companion. Uh, and another company has bought the intellectual property from the company that, uh, went, uh, under, they filed, had to file bankruptcy, Anki or Anki, the original manufacturers, but somebody else now has stepped up in order and, and bought that. And they're going to go back into manufacturing of, of the robots as well. So the other interesting thing ha has been this kind of this thing that, that died off because the company was gone. Nobody knew how long the cloud-based servers were still going to work, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and, and these things went for as cheap as I think $80, which is literally, uh, two, one, 
one third of the price that they originally launched at. And now that that company has stepped in and, and I don't know, it, it, it seems like there's popularity again. They're now going up from like $80 to $125. So people until the, the virus nonsense that we now have to deal with is going on. It looks like they were starting to get interested in these little guys as well. Uh, but oh, the whole point I was going about that company though, is that they, because of the nature of the way it's intended, it is, uh, they can say that it may assist in, uh, helping people cope with uh, loneliness or depression, but they just can't say that it's a treatment. So that's how much these guys are supposed to try and bring positivity into your life, I guess. Anyway, sorry, I was just staring at it, forgetting the fact that I'm on video. But um, also, if you're still speaking, I can't hear you. Uh, but it's also, I apologize, uh, Miranda, keeping you on oh, for a half strange. hour. How about now? Yeah, yeah, you're fine. You're fine now. Weird. I must have accidentally hit mute. Yeah. Well, I was just saying that's a really, really fantastic, uh, positive mission of uh, of Vector. That's uh, that's that's really cool. I've uh, I've 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 been a little bit out of it in the gadget scene the last few years. It's it's kind of been strange, um, you know, living in a bit of a new world. But um, yeah, so I'm not quite up to date and. Um, I've, I've, thank you for telling me about it. <laughs> well, I didn't mean to go on and on about the little guy, but he's here and obviously I just like to fill the sound of dead air with my voice. Um, so, so it, it, like down in Southern California, uh, do you basically, is your, your partner the one that does like the majority of the shopping or, or what goes on? Because I, I just know that it seems like no matter where you live now, it seems grocery stores are just cleaned out of certain items. Yeah. No, um, usually when we're in the store, it's it, it's probably me because, you know, I I guess I'm just old-fashioned that way. I like talking to the clerks. Uh, you know, m my partner is perfectly happy to just, you know, pull up uh, Instacart and bring me eggs. <laughs> <laughs> That that's uh, babe. We don't have to pay the delivery fee. I actually like going to the grocery store. <laughs> oh, you already did it. Okay. <laughs> and and in that, I, I, we have that option as well for like same day shopping. But usually, when I'm getting things from the grocery store, it is the kind of stuff that I'd want to inspect, like uh, choose my own vegetables and the like, because I'm paranoid and I naturally am suspicious that they're just trying to move their worst produce first because we don't get to choose; we just get what they're delivering. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm definitely with you on that. Um, the thing that gets me about it are the substitutions. It, it doesn't seem like they ever choose the substitution that I would. Yeah. You know, if I'm if I'm if I'm feeling, you know, like I want, you know, Justin peanut butter, and they're they're all out. You know, what are they going to substitute it with, Skippy or Jif? You know, I mean, we're people have strong opinions about peanut butter here. And apparently I'm one of those CAD bags. So. Oh, it's um, no, no, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm not, I don't want to say I'm particular about my peanut butter because I don't really get to enjoy it that much anymore, but I definitely did have certain opinions on peanut butter, whether it was going to be your more natural kind or your more, you know, general mass production kind. Um, and you know, like, I think I was more of a Skippy man than a Jif man, and let's not get into the Jif gif whole thing. So, 
<laughs> I don't think that argument's talking about peanut butter, but you know, like I said, I've I, I've been paying less attention than I used to. Yeah, that's okay. Well, hey, I appreciate you uh, dropping in. I didn't mean to monopolize a half hour of your time, but uh, I, I, you, you definitely made testing out uh, just how all of this would work. Uh, something that was much more enjoyable than uh, than just going. Wait, is that working? Is that working? So I really appreciate it. <laughs> I'm always happy to uh, call and talk with you, uh, and. Thanks for thanks for doing this and giving me something to do other than the work I was trying to get ahead on. Well, you know, my intention is, yeah, well, let's not be productive. Let's actually just get distracted by some bonehead on the internet. Um, but, you know, I, I think that uh, with isolation happening uh, deeper and deeper now, uh, I, I just wanted to see how these systems would work together in case this is something... I perhaps wanted to do just as a way to start something regular uh, for people to kind of rely on as they may be shifting to a new reality of, uh, you know, either working from home or just self-sequestering and and the like. So I don't know. I just wanted to, I wanted to play around a little. So thank you for joining me. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Have a good one. Talk to you later. Be well. Uh, and, and that's, uh, actually going to be it for me right now with, uh, all of this nonsense as well. Uh, only because, um, my family uh, needs me and it's time, actually it's a bit late, uh, time to be cooking dinner. So I'm going to go do that, uh, with some of my freshly acquired, um, uh, products from the store. Uh, I hope everyone, uh, is getting through this great American shut in well, um, perhaps check back. I may be dropping in again. Uh, thanks for joining me during this experiment. Thank you again to Miranda Janelle for, uh, support as one of our patrons on Patreon, as well as, uh, just taking the time to talk, uh, the most absurd topics with me today. Uh, but boy, we traveled the gambit, uh, didn't we? Uh, so anyway, thank you very much. Uh, until next time, my name is Will and I'll be back soon this is netheads with will wilkins and trent hunsaker signing off i know right but stop being a little nancy and deal with it netheads Netheads. we'll be back soon goodbye This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com. And this entire experiment leaves the question, if you stream in the forest and nobody watches, did it even exist?